on page Reishud, Yisarim Yizu. The only way that a person can acquire the first Madrega of Ahavz Hashem, the most basic level of Ahavz Hashem, is by letting go, Kodim Ko, by letting go of the of the hergel that we have of looking at things as being our own. This is my my uh, my my coat. And these are my glasses. And this is my chair. And this is my house. And this is my kid. And this is my seichel. This is my heart. These are my eyes. These are my... It's all a toast. It's all a mistake. Every single thing, even the decision that I made and the courage that I have to make a decision. And the courage that I have to breathe to be able to wake up in the morning and to even consider the possibility of getting onto the floor and walking over and going to work. All of that, when a person lives every single minute of his life with that awareness and strengthens that awareness and, 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 and is misbinding that and asks with everything to exercise that, that understanding then the person feels more and more and more how Kaddish Baruch Hu is everything in his life and every single thing that he has is from the Vayn Shalom and, and that's the beginning of Ahava that Hakarasatoy that, that awareness of Hashem's involvement in one's life but if we just say I know, I know of course Hashem does everything Hashem I know that that's not going to do that all of us know that all of us know that we don't feel anything so he continues and explains the Yisari Mizil and Reishiyot in addition to this, more than this That's where you're up to even if, the, even if you go to work Even if you go to work How do you know you're going to get paid at the end of the month? Because you've, been got, you've gotten paid until now, you expect to get paid in the middle of Reishiyot it's not uncommon, certainly not necessary, but even here, the people, as we spoke about last week, there are places that one week they're on top of the world, and the next week a person is not able to get paid, and so on. On the night, them do most prudes. It's up to an ratio. On the night, them do most prudes. We're using very simple examples. But the underlying Nakuda is one. Sha'adam Yakir Shabahashkofa Hamitis Lokayim Kazem Musag Shali. That a person that a person should recognize Ashkofa Hamitis by looking at things truly, in a true way. There's not any exaggeration. Lokayim Kazem Musag, there is no such thing. As Shali, it's mine. There's no such thing. That's the Hashkaf Amitis of a Jew. That's what it has to be. Kol Mashi everything that I have, Lorak Kalem Gashmian. Not only the, my car and my belongings, Chitzonim, external, Ela Etzem my existence. Kol Ha'evarim Shel Ha'odam. All of my limbs and organs, or Machevarim Shasagidim. Vayoseph Pnima, even more, Hachachma, my Seichel, my intelligence, Vahergeshim, and my ability to feel, to have emotions. Vayoseph Pnima, even more, 
Etzim HaNeshama My actual Neshama Kol Elu Yitzira Shal Habayre All of these are God are, are, are creation Not only his creation that he made But every single second that he wants to He is infusing those Kreiches into us Into our limbs Into our minds Every single second Vahabailam Hayachid Aleha and he's the only he's the only Bailam. He's the only Balabas. Ain Balabayas Achalabir Alabaya Ailam. There is no other Balabas. There is no other one. Only at the Bari Ailam. Hayazabin Nus bin the Kudahazais, Srihaliyas Arucha Urachave. As we said, it's not something to say, I know this, I know this. There has to be a Hisbainus. A person has to a person has to think about it. There must be his bindness. Nothing can happen without his bindness. In in uh, in his latest sefer, he, he gives an example of how to of how a misbinding thinks and how a person is not a misbinding thinks. He, he tells there a story. A story he tells what happened that the great Rashiva Chaim Shmulevitz, the of the of the Chaim Shmulevitz was told that there's a that there's somebody what happened was that there was a young man unfortunately from the yeshiva who uh, who was killed in an accident and when they told Reb Chaim the news he broke out crying he was sobbing and and he had he put his head down he was crying for a while and the person sat with him and then he stopped crying and he was coming and he was quiet for a minute or two and he started sobbing again and the person didn't know what to do there was a young man that told him this and this repeated itself two or three times afterwards that he was quiet a little bit and then he was sobbing so the um, the person asked him what, what happened you know, so Ham said I first thought about about the I first thought about the Bocha about, about such a precious life that it was taken so soon and, and I was crying about about that loss then I was trying to calm down a little bit and be mechazing myself and then I thought about his father and his father was someone that survived the Holocaust and he came to Hetz Yisrael this is his son I think it was a Ben Yach or something like that and, and, and what he must be going through and then I tried to calm down a little bit I thought about his mother, a mother, a mama, oh a mom and this went on like with a grandfather he has a grandmother, you know, not, not a grandmother, I don't know what he was but so, the, so the, but there were a few ste- steps. So the, so the, so Schwartz was saying how, see, only a misbeinin things like that. Anybody else hears the bad news and he says, oh, you, any feel bad? Oh, you, young man, it's terrible. But then, you walk away from that. You say it's terrible, and it is, and you and you feel bad, and maybe even you have a little bit to shed a tear for the bocha. But Reb Chaim doesn't. Reb Chaim thinks about it he's misbeining in that he gave an example he said uh, when they had the war the war that was the last thing in Lebanon uh, that whole business that was going on so he said that people follow the headlines they read the news but then a misbeining thinks about how many people's lives have been completely completely undermined by Nasser they're not able to go to work for, for two three weeks and and, uh, and and one makshava into another makshava into another makshava then to think about how 
so many people had to go to stay by other people and how and how hard it is to be machnas all the other people into other homes and how uncomfortable the people must be in the small apartments having other people, strangers come. It's That's not how you think normally. You know, I see, normally a person says, it's terrible. I know, I know, it's terrible. I know, people are so, I know. Someone else says, I know. That idea doesn't have an imp- doesn't make an impact upon your heart. Reb Chaim was misbeining in the death of that Bach. He was misbeining. That his was led him to the mo- father, to the mother, and to that it's a his So what he's saying here is the same thing. You're not going to have any. You're not going to come to any. Ahavas Hashem. If all it, if, if you're not misbeining in these nakudas, if a person is not misbeining, and not at certain. At times, he'll say here, which I've mentioned very often in Shul over the years, that that um, even though we understand why they have in the Jewish newspapers all these big stories of Ashkacha practice, like you know, someone that fell off the roof and he landed on the on a net or something, uh, or the bomb uh, went, the Arabs sent a bomb and it didn't it didn't uh, detonate, or it uh, was a, you were a block away and you were supposed to be there and you weren't there. All of those are for, all of those are for, are for a very, very weak person who does not live in a place of his bindings. A person who's a misbinding doesn't need bombs that don't explode to convince him, and he do, to impress him, and he doesn't need he doesn't need mir- miraculous stories of of refuas and, and, and that's only when a person doesn't live with his bindings. When he doesn't live with his bindings, and he needs like a zap every now and then, he goes, wow. But even in that, he's not misbinding. Just to, at least, you know, for 30 seconds you get him to feel that there's a God. But that's not enough. Vitamin. The Tzaddikim didn't go with these, all these anonymous stories and these amazing stories. The Tzaddikim, if I care, the Satmar of these stories make fun of these things. My father heard many times from him. He used to tell over, he used to make up a thing and have more than once. The Chassidim were all crying and then the Rebbe would stop him and say, I just made the whole thing. He said, the Rebbe said, I made the whole thing with an Irish guy. As he said, Gunas. He said, well, who told the Mahas? Gunas, an Irish guy. And then the Rebbe will go on to be Machazit Oilam to have a Munapsuta in, 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 in what he's saying. In my hands, in my eyes, in my, in my Nisham, in, in the seas of the Bari Oilam, that I don't have to tell you a story about people that went into the forest and, and this and that and all kinds of things and things that happened, the million Hishtashlis and things, all kinds of things. To be persons in Mizbayan in the seas of his life. That's how big people live. They live in a place of Mizbayanis. And that's why he says, it has to be Arucha or Rechava. And Rabchal says this over and over. It has to be long and wide. Like Rabchaim did. It was long because he thought of the father, the mother. It was long and it was wide. Because then he stopped and he expanded. In each of those thoughts, he stopped by the father. He didn't just say, Nebuch, Nebuch is a tata, is a mama, a father and a mother. Okay, so that's long. It's not just a kid. It's his father, it's his mother. But Reb Chaim took each one. He took the father and he thought about each one. Expanded. He thought about the mother. Expanded. Arucha Rechava. Arucha Rechava. Adam is b'nei mechafatsim es Every single day we walk around our homes. We go back and forth. We walk around. And he sees all the things that he has in his house. Whom is He looks at his feet, his legs, his hands. That's what it means. His bainim is. 
Not some, not some amazing story of, of, of Hashgacha Pratis. No, that too, if you like, but that's not the Ikka. So I, I had uh, years ago, so the, we were at the table and I was we were learning something that Shabbos spent, I don't know, it was Kriyas Yam, so whatever the parish. And, and so the children always ask something like, uh, when the children ask, like, how come we don't have any, like, I never saw anything like this, you know. I never saw a miracle like this, a Kriyas Yam. So, I, so I, I was talking to the children and I said, you never saw. They said, if you look at, if you look at how your fingers work, if you if you if you think for a minute about how the eyes work, it's it's infinitely greater than that. And 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 not only that, and only that, that it's it's a madrega. It's a higher madrega. It's a to the children. It's a higher madrega to be able to think about to be able to think about it. And if you think about the Nisim that we live with, like the Ramban says at the end of Ba, and the Nisim that we live with every single day, and, and every single thing that we look at, Rabbi Yaakov Emden says, have the greatest nice more than all of the Nisim of the Yitzhiz and Sraim, is the continued existence of the Jewish people. That, that the whole world is trying to kill us, and the person is not misbeing so, Yeah, yeah, the Jews are here for a long time. And that was a boinin in it. But a person has to be misboinin, and he has to say, the moichai, hulakech oid nakuda va oid nakuda misboinin ba shuvishav. Again and again and again. To take nakudas, to exercise during the day. And to take every now and then a minute or two to be misboinin. Nitan dugman isafis, another example. Adam misboinin ba mashu. A person is thinking about something. Hu oitzer satsma le regakat. He says, even in the middle of that, you could pause for a second. Who gave me the ability to think about this? Who gave me the kach to even be misbinding? Thinking about the fact that I'm able to think. That I'm able to be misbinding. What am I using in order to think about this? I'm using my mind. And the seichel that is inside of mine. Who gave me? Who gave me a mayach? Who gave me my seichel? Because broke is Hashem chayev? Is he obligated to give me my seichel a minute from now? It's never happened to a person. All of us have been in a situation where we made a poor decision, and then afterwards, afterwards we're kicking ourselves and we're thinking, "I can't believe that. I, I can't. What was I thinking? It was so posh. It was so posh. And I made such a mistake. How did I make such a mistake? So posh because." I made good decisions before, I made good decisions after, and I had such a thing. I had a I didn't see what I was made. I don't know how I did. How did I make such a decision? Me not only seichel, because broken not only. So who says he's going to have the same seichel? Who, who says he's going to have the same seichel? And even if your brain, God forbid, doesn't fall out of your, out of your, out of your head, and you still have your brain, 
who's going to say that it's the same seichel a minute from now? A person could say something that could, that could ruin his life, or could ruin someone else's life. A person can make a decision that could ruin, that could ruin his life, or it could ruin someone else's life. It's not mochuch that you're going to have that seichel that you need a minute from now. When a person davens, he says, to give me, to Rabbi give me every second I'm asking you to give me seichel. Climber, Reish Yudalif. Oda Megiyah lahakara pnimis ba'oymek ha-nefesh shekoma ha-shapar lo-etzlo elo kelem shal Kaddish Baruch. A person reaches this deep understanding and awareness that everything that he has and every all the cane that he uses are only given to him by Hashem's power. When a person is misbeining over and over and over in this, this is the beginning of Ahavas Hashem. It's the beginning of loving God. That's why it's, it seems to us, no one ever spoke to us even about, I don't know about maybe to you, but when I was growing up, no one spoke to us about loving God. It doesn't mean to, they were hoping that we believe in Him. Let alone to love God. What does it mean to love the Rabbanishlam? Because that can't be without His burdenness. That's why Shema Yisrael, the words Shema Yisrael, which most of the Rishonim understand, of course, Shema does not mean to, like it says in, this, in the English, Old English, Hero Israel. It's a Hero Israel. Shema means His Boyne. We see this many times in Tanakh. To hear means to daher. In Yiddish, to try to understand, think about this. Shema Yisrael. I mean, listen, listen to who? Shema. If anything, it means to listen to the pnimius of yourself, not to not to someone else. There is a uh, there, there is a pshat that says it means to listen to other yidden, but that's not the ikib pshat. Though. The 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 oimek pshat is Shema. Think about that. His boy name. His boy name. Even the Nusa Durham, like Oscar says here, or Israel says that? The English? It's Chaval. I'm, like, I'm not saying that I have a better translation. I mean, to say that, that a person should contemplate, oh, oh Israel, to think about that, contemplate that, to contemplate. That's what it means. Shema Yisra, to the hair, to hear it. I want to say? So it says here. Hero Israel. Hero Israel. I guess there's certain things that they couldn't get out of. He <laughs> says, you know, that couldn't get out of that. So, but it really means that. And, and, from, and from that, from Shema Yisrael, which really means to contemplate this, contemplate, think about this, only from there can come what? Otherwise it can't be. That's what we talking about the next paragraph about the Rosh love for us. Now we're talking about how to love him. Then we're going to talk about a very powerful way to love him is by thinking about how he loves us. When you think about how someone loves you, that's, that, that awakens within you a strong love. So that's how we, in the Baruch, we say before Shema, think about it. Hashem, you love us with an infinite love. And you talk all about that. And then you say, Baruch Atah Hashem HaBoycheh Ba'am Yisrael Bi'ahavah. The Baruch Hashem has chosen His people, Yisrael Bi'ahavah, 
with love. The Russian, you love me. Shema Yisrael. Think about this. Hashem HaKem Hashem HaChag, what that is. And surely did that for four months. Hashtag sentence. Hashem HaLokeinu Hashem HaChag. What does it mean? But from that is boininess. From that thinking comes to the Ahavtis Hashem to love God. You can't love without thinking. You really can't even do that in Al-Machaveh. People think that they feel that, but that's not. It's just that they feel good. It doesn't mean to Ahava. Comes with his bindingness. So, just to ask about this one is, how do you, let's say, how does a person... Is there certain times you're supposed to be spawning and certain times not? In other words, for example, even if you're reading, let's say, a kosher newspaper, so there's so many stories and so many ads for Rahman you know, for so many terrible things, and you couldn't even get through three three pages if you think about it. Probably it would take you the whole day. Yeah, you can. And how do you... Are you talking about the bad stuff? All yeah, the course, sad yeah. things about right. this is like in that in you. Yeah. Well, there's always sad stories like you can't, that. You can't. You can't. You, you go crazy. Can't no. You have to take. You have to have to stop. Stop a person with these things. A person has to be careful how to, you know, and when and how much to be misbinding. And that this, and 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 even if a person reads something, he could register it. But to be misbinding that, if he wants to, to be misbinding it later on at a certain time. Uh, even if you see somebody, forget about a picture in the paper, but if you see somebody, it's not well. It's not the Ras Nashan that you should start crying by the person, you know. And you see somebody that has a handicap. Or but the Rosh wants us to think about, in a way, to think with his bonus about it, some quiet time about it, to be more irrational of that person, and to feel his pain. But it but, but doesn't mean that a person shouldn't shouldn't uh, live in a way that that's that's flowing and, and and regular and normal, but there have to be intervals in the day, every now and then to be misbinding. So he says, "Heichan hu hamaydeid im adam magizays bemis hu hisig hasagamitis esadvar." What's a good way to measure how you're doing until now? How's a good, what's a good way to test yourself if, if this is working? Well, if you don't try it, then there's no, you have to take a test either. It's like someone, like you know, someone comes in and says, "I, uh, I must someone." I had this conversation with one of my children the other day, that they're having a test, and, and I said, and she said she's gonna tomorrow. I'm having a test, I know I'm gonna fail. So I said, "Why? How do you know you're gonna fail?" She says, "Because I didn't study." I said, "That's probably that's a good that's probably a pretty accurate uh, assessment of the situation. You better go study. What are you doing? Talking about." It's not probably for sure going to. So, the test is only if you if you're studying, if you're trying. But if you're trying, what's a good way to test it? There are many ways of testing. There's one way of telling, of determining whether or not you're you're, you're in the program. Some something was damaged. You had something that got broken. It gives an example. Something, you know. Boyfriend TV who coerces. 
it would be natural. If, let's say you scratched your car, uh, whatever. The open TV, it's natural to get angry. Misha Avad Liknois Amuna, a person who has been working on this program to acquire Amuna, Mamin Shahakal Bashgoha Pratis, he believes that it's everything's Bashgoha Pratis. So what's the point of getting angry? Why would you get angry? That's the truth. So the way we just said that, that something bad happens, something, some uh, accident, whatever it might be, happens, the natural thing is to get angry, but you don't get angry because you stop and you try to believe that everything is Hashgacha Pratis. Everything happens through God. What am I going to get angry about? If I uh, I move the car this way, and it's actually opposite the car. So that's true. But he says, According to what we're learning, there has to be a totally different way of thinking about this. What, do you, what does that mean? Sounds good, no? So what does it mean? He says you have to go deeper than that. What he just said till now that you could get from reading the stories of of Hashgacha Pratis in the newspaper. Even then it's a madrega. But what what's the real avoid of Amuna? Marshal Madhavadarna. To what can this can this be compared? Adam Harlak Burakov Vara Kos Shamay Nishbuchumimana Artsa. Person walks in the street and he sees that there's a glass and the water is spilled from the glass. He tries to find out who does this belong to? This glass or this bottle? Who does this belong to? They tell him that there was a glass that's already sitting there. There's a glass that was sitting over there. This, this glass is sitting for three days. And the, the water is water from, it's rainwater. It's just sitting there for three days, Nicholas. It's rainwater. Shiyad l'osar ha-kos. It's just, uh, it went into the kos, into the cup. Ve'enam shayachem atachet. It doesn't belong to anybody. Somebody just left it. It's garbage. And this cup is sitting over there, and it's the water in there. It's not anybody's. It's just rain. V'adai shlodim zeh lo yeshum keiv alamayim shnishpichu. Now that cup has fallen down, and, this, and the rainwater has spilled. Person doesn't is not upset at all. There's no, it's not even the slightest feeling of being upset. Well, let's take another picture. The guy is sitting in his house on Shabbos. All the stores are closed. And he has a couple of bottles of whatever water or some soda to drink. A wind came, or a kid came, and all of the bottles have now spilled on the floor. Wife and TV, it would be natural. Kol echa lafimi does so. Each person according to his, his own nature. Misayres lokas kolsho to get to get upset, to get annoyed. Mehecha nove kaze. Where does this anger come from? Mehat chusha. It comes from this feeling. Listen carefully, and, and you'll see the difference between. The regular Hashgacha Pratis way of thinking and this. So why are you upset? 
Why are you upset? Because you could say that I was walking in the street the other day, Daddy, and there's a whole bottle that was spilled and it didn't bother you. Or there's a whole class that was spilled that didn't bother you. Why are you upset now? So he says, Matchusha, this is why you're upset. Kanisi Shtia. I paid good money for this bottle. But Sisi Lishtos, I was thirsty. Now I don't have it. If a person would come to the true understanding that we're learning about, there's no difference between the cup that was on the street that's hefker and the bottle that you paid for and is sitting on the table in your kitchen. There's no difference. In there's a difference. We learned that. In halacha, but in Pneumius, there's no difference between the uh, the, the abandoned cup of rainwater the cup is from the Barashom and the rainwater is from the Barashom there's no difference between that's not your cup and the cup that you have in that and the bottle of soda you have in your house is not your bottle and the proof is that it's not yours what better proof is that it's not yours a minute ago you, the bottle was something that you, that you were able to pour and to use for drinking. The fact that that that, that fact that you had that a minute ago, you see, a minute later, a minute later, you have no use for that bottle. Now it's just garbage. You got to clean up. The male of a person would think about this: that the bottle was not his before. And the bottle's not his now. He would understand that as long as God was giving me this bottle, I had it. And when God took the bottle back to himself, he took it. And even while I had the bottle, it was only for one purpose. Not just to drink, but to you chalavet is bari benachas ba'chavas adas. So I should be able to serve a kadosh baruch benachas to feel good and not to be thirsty. And when I, the second that Hashem decided, that for whatever reason that we don't know, that I no I no longer need that bottle. I think I do, but Hashem says no, you don't. Hashem takes it back. No, no deposit, no return. The Barisham says, I'm taking it back. And it's the same law when someone dies. The same thing. Zel. That wasn't yours. Reshid Beis. In this way of thinking, it's not, ah, Atake lost this thing, but it's Hashgacha Pratis. Or we try to say to ourselves, it's a good thing, it's a good thing that I got into this car accident, because otherwise I would have continued and I would have gotten killed. <laughs> or it's a good thing that I'm in this four hour traffic jam, because otherwise, obviously, I would have gotten killed. You know, I would have, uh, I would have zoomed ahead and someone would have cut me off. So God, they say to the kids, they see kids. And sitting there four hours in the car beating each other up. You see, it's such a good thing that Hashem did this for us because 
Otherwise, who knows what would have happened? And Hashem saved us. Keep a Seder. He may say, that's not, you could say Emes. But as you grow older, as the children grow older, they start to wonder, like, how many times was I going to die? Like, you know, I don't see that like that happens all the time. I mean, maybe you could get it, you know, once. And see, that's such a dangerous thing to go on the highway. I go all the time. I don't now you see, so they figure that this is like a line that I'm getting from, you know, I'm getting from the adults this line, like to, get, you know, to calm me down and to get me to be happy. But it's a line. So the, the pnimius is living with the hakara. Not that there's ashkocha pratis. Not just, of course, not just it's ashkocha pratis that it happened. It's not that they took away from me the, the, the two hours I would have of, of free time that I, if I would have gotten home without the traffic jam. Or that I, would have had, I wouldn't have had the aggravation of having to go to report to, with the police the accident and having to go to the mechanic or the place to fix it. He says, The car was never mine to begin with. It's not my car, and as I should something happened to it. It was never your car. It was not yours to begin with. The same, when you live with this way of thinking, the same way that it doesn't bother you if there's some ownerless cup with rainwater that spills on the street. You don't feel that someone took away my water. Even if you were thirsty, there's some rainwater in a cup. You don't feel that they took my water away because it's not my water and it's not my cup. The same exact way. When, so, when, when something is taken from your house, let's say something is broken, something falls over and it breaks, or something was stolen, or something got damaged, whatever. It's not, it's mine. But obviously, there's Ashgachah Protest that something should happen to my, to my uh, vase. Ashgachah Protest, something should happen to my car. It wasn't mine. It's Bechlal, not mine. Hakol Shaykh Labarayla. Yesh no manoshim, Shekoshlam was Eses Hadiru Lachem, Kishem no Simul Shabbos. For some people, it's hard for them. To let somebody else use their apartment for Shabbos when they're going away for Shabbos. Don't let other people use their house. It's hard. It's understandable. In Yushalayim, that happens very often when family or chavah come from outside Yushalayim. They want to spend the Shabbos in Yushalayim. It's very common. They want to spend the Shabbos in Yushalayim. They live someplace out and they want to come spend the Shabbos and, and, they, and they know that you're going away. So they say, Would you, I'd like to be Shabbos in Yushalayim. Could we use your apartment? So there are people who are very uncomfortable with that for, for many good reasons apiseichel experiences that they've had and other things they magishim al hadira first of all there's a feeling that this is my dira this is my apartment the kashal emli apartment manner. and it's hard for me to give something that belongs to me and that I worked very hard to have and we worked very hard to keep it a certain way and it's very hard for me to let go of that and to let somebody else 
be in control of that place for a Shabbos. This is a mistaken way of looking. There's no bailus. It's not your apartment. It's not your apartment. It's not your place. Now that doesn't mean that he's suggesting that a person goes away and leaves his apartment unlocked with a sign, Ruchim Aboim. You know, uh, the 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 uh, the owner is away for. For, for the next two weeks, that's not that that's not something that a person does seichel, because that's not the rasna Hashem that we conduct ourselves in such a way, and that's machshil. God forbid, other people. It's machshil. Other people causes them to make people to be misled and to make mistakes. But the truth is that in pnimius and pnimius, that shouldn't bother you. When I when I was in yeshiva and Yisrael when I was a bocher. This, you know, they say a story like from the Chavos but I saw this happen. That there was a that we had this Rebbe, who was from from Merkaz Rav Cook. He was a big tzaddik. He was teaching a Shemani program with the Rambam. It's a big Yerei Shemai, and he used to come every day to Yeshiva on a tustus, on a little motorbike. He came to Yeshiva like that, and um, and we were sitting in the Shia one day. And and uh, when the, one of the guys that was sitting by the window said, uh, "Rebbe," and he was raising his hand, and the uh, and the Rebbe said, "Rega, rega," and he bemsa. You know, he was in the middle of this thing, and he was all excited around. So he says, "Rebbe," and the Rebbe says, "Any bemsa?" He said, "Rebbe," and, and the Rebbe finally said, "What is it? What's the matter?" He said, "I'm just trying to tell you that there's somebody that's stealing your motorcycle." That's what happened in class. So there's somebody that's fooling around with your motorbike. There were Arab workers down there, and he's taking you. He's, ta- he's trying to take your motorcycle. Uh, so, so he said, he said the He said, "There's a lot to too silly." So we know what he meant. It's not my motorbike. So he thought that he meant to say that uh, maybe he was also gone, or he got from somebody. But, so he said, Anachta Bem Sai Rambo, he didn't even go to the window. He didn't go to the window. He said, There's a lot to Shali. And 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 it was stolen. And he and he explained to us, he was talking to us that, that this is exactly what we're trying to understand in the Torah that we're learning. But it's not like he got upset that he, he he said it in such a way that it was like nothing. He said it made it a big ration. I mean, first we thought it was crazy you know, thought it was crazy. But then, when you think about it, it was such a pastus. He just said, okay, I said, no. There's a lot of tools to show you. Know, the guy was like, you already heard the guy starting it up, you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of tools to show you. It's not mine. It's not a matter of hashgacha pratis. It's a different way of looking at your things. It's a different way of looking at life. It's a different way of looking at life. Of course, it has to be. So you could ask a kasha, maybe that thing. That's not a normal way to do it. He should have. You know, when he asked the guy, would say that I mean, he was teaching us something, but that that hashkafa is hashkafa. That's a very very pnimistic hashkafa. I've had to look at things. Ain't shumbaylus It's not yours. Chafatzim neyadu achverak l'shamish is bariyelam. Everything in the world is created and given to you just to serve a kaddish baruch. So. Until Hashem wants you to have it, you have it. And when the Bible takes it away from you, he takes it away from you. 
You could try to make a stavus. That's a normal stavus to prevent that. And it's not against it's not against halacha to make a stavus because it could be the rest of the that you make that a stavus. To but because you could use that thing. But if you see that you if you see that it, that it's something that you see that it, that the stavus is not working, so it's the same. So it must be that the Barishlam is taking it away from me. Because if he wasn't taking it away from me, I would still have it. So he's taking it away from me. And that works with chafets and with objects. How does that work with time? This is like, look, he's stuck on the highway for, for four hours. So he says, it's not my car. Okay, so now, you, now what happens with the time? So what's the rest of the Right now. I certainly have no bias over time. So I have no bias over things. So what does it mean? It means that the Ratzon Hashem is for me to either spend some time thinking during this time that I'm sitting on the highway about th- things that I haven't thought about to use that time for thinking or it could be that the Ratzon Hashem is that I work on my mida of impatience right? there are many many things that a person can work on during that time Why did Akadosh Baruch Hu, why, why did Akadosh Baruch Hu do this now? I don't know, but but the Ramchal says at the beginning that everything in this world is Nisayim. So my way of looking at this right now is that it certainly is Toiv. It has to be good. I have no bias over my time. Like the example that he gives in Chelik, the example that he gives in Chelik, uh, in Chelik Dalad, he's saying. That a, a person is invited to, he, he gets, he, he's invited to go to a wedding, and the wedding is a mahalach, and he would like to learn. The wedding is going to take hours, coming and going. Now he knows that these are people who would very much appreciate him going to the wedding. It's not stam, an acquaintance, but it's a friend, and it would be misamech the chasan and kala and the family. So. He, he, he says the person has to ask a person asks himself the following what's the tachlis of my being created it's kivas Hashem to be close to the Barshal to be dovak to Hashem what does HaKadosh Baruch Hu want for me now what will make me closer to Hashem so there's a halacha we understand there's a halacha that in general even though we know the Talmud Torah learning Torah is the highest mitzvah but there's a halacha that says that if there's something that's if there's a mitzvah it's just a, it's a mitzvah that you have a chance to do and it's going to pass and you can't send somebody else to do it for you that's not going to be said by paying somebody 50 shekel or 50 dollars send them over there and say by the way a mazel tov from your friend it's not going to work so it's a mitzvah it's so there's a din in the Torah that says no, so you have to do it yourself same thing with shiv what are you going to do? You have to do it yourself. So the din is that you close the safe and you go. So you have two ways of going. One way that you can go to the chasn is by is by thinking, I I could have been learning for three hours. We're not talking about a person that says I could have been watching the game or I could have been sleeping. I could have been learning for three hours, and that would have been brought, that would have brought me closer to Hashem. Learning Torah is certainly. A stronger way of getting close to Hashem than than drawing around at a, at a wedding where you can't even hear yourself talk. You have to spend you know uh, three hours this way, three hours that way to come in and to say Mazel Tov and do a little bit, make a circle to go. So learning Torah would have brought you much closer to Hashem. That's a very big mistake. It's a big mistake. That's how you that's how you would have felt closer to Hashem. But that's not the mitzvahs. 
the Metzius is that once Halacha says it's not always clear and a person obviously has to make a strong chesed because it could be somebody that's just an acquaintance of yours and maybe the Rasa Hashem would be if you not to go to a wedding it's fine if you call up and say I can't you know, you don't have to like nowadays that they, you know you have to invite somebody because uh, you know you once you once met them online in Costco or something so so he said how are you he says I'm fine but Hashem and you tell your wife I think we have to invite you <laughs> I understand it's amazing how many more people many more people have now there's so many more friends than they used to have because weddings used to be 200 people it was already a big wedding 300 people so I guess people used to be much less friendly then because now everybody's so friendly they have to have hundreds and hundreds of people it's all chitzainis you understand it's all chitzainis so so the person's in this case this is a close friend and and the chasna kala will make a difference if you come so then the Rosh Hashem is that you go to the chasna but God I feel much closer to you learning that svasemis that I was learning or learning the dafyomi I feel much closer to you if I could even just spend some time with my, you know, with my family, and and and, and uh, I'd feel better about being a Jew and closer to you. And the Baruch says, stop talking so much and get in the car or get in the, get on the train, go to the chasna. The chasna comes. It's a mitzvah there. It's ef shalas v'zeichem. So I don't feel closer to God. The tachlis is not whether you feel closer to God. That's a good thing to work on. You will feel closer if you live with the Hashkafa Pnimis. And the Hashkafa Pnimis is that when I do what God wants and I am listening to God, I'm closer to Him. And when I am and when I when I and when I look for Kadesh Baruch Hu in every moment of my life, and what is it? And I ask myself the question: What is the Ratzon Hashem this moment in my life? So then, so that 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 mitzis is mitzis of being closer. So getting back to the guy that's stuck in the traffic jam. So he, he sees himself in this traffic jam. He says, the only thing he says, what now will bring me closer to Hashem? That doesn't mean you're not allowed to try to find an alternate route. It doesn't mean you're not allowed to. It doesn't mean you're not allowed to try to look for a better lane to go into. Okay, but this is the mitzis. What now? Is the Ratzon Hashem of how I can get the Dovuk to Hashem? How can I get closer to God in the Mitzvahs that I'm in? And you answer that question in any number of ways. As I said before, thinking about many things that I don't have a chance. Maybe I could, I'm a little bit manucha. I can make a call to my mother to ask how she's doing, and I don't have to rush her on the call. I could, uh, it looks like I'm not going anywhere. I could spend some time with my mom. Uh, I could, I could, uh, I could take out, I could take out a safe one. How could I be miscarved Takadash Baruchu at this moment? Because this moment doesn't belong to me. It was given to me only for one thing, Hiskarvist Hashem. And if Hashem thought that I would, if Hashem wanted me to get close to him by driving and getting to where I was going in the time that I expected, then he would have done that. Not because I'm going to get killed about it. Not, you don't have to you don't have to get morbid. But but Abhisakarjbarhu wants me to get close to him by being in this traffic jam. How do I do that? So I could do it. In, I, I, one thing is not going to do it by screaming at the kids, telling about I can't believe you told me to go this way. I was going to take the belt. How can you tell me to go this way? I can't do that. You told me to get LA. I was going to go this way. I can't believe you. Every time you tell me, and I listened, I should have listened. That can't be the Ratzon Hashem. That's that's not the Ratzon Hashem, and that's not going to bring you any close to the Baruch Hu. It's certainly not to your life. 
But what's not is that you should get close to him in that matzah that you're in. You don't have to come on to. Oh, we would have gotten killed, kids. Be quiet. We would have gotten killed. You don't have to come on to any of that stuff. Because it's a chitzainistic thing. It's, children know it's not real. Why should I get killed? Why is, why is life like that everywhere? Then they start to think, well, maybe I shouldn't get into the car at all. My father's telling me, this time we didn't get killed, but next time. <laughs> you never know, right? So what am I, crazy? I'm not going to go in the car. Like, you don't you don't have to come into all that scary stuff. And it's, and it's not a chitzainistic, it's, it's, you know, uh, uh, forgive me for putting it this way, it's all the Jewish press stuff, you understand? I don't mean anything against Jews that are making money with that an Irish guy, but it's all, it's chitzainist. Uh, it's, it's no, the Ratzon Hashem's Baruch is that I get close to him in this matzah. This matzah right now, as I'm sitting in the car, I'm not going anywhere. Until the, until the Baruch moves the cars away and, they, and, and, and gets, I'm not, I'm not going anywhere. What's, how could I be miscarried to the Baruch in my matzah right now? That's all. You don't have to come out to the crashes and dying. And, that's the it's a, the Hashgacha process is that this moment never belonged to me this car didn't belong to me my life doesn't belong to me it was given to me to, to be mascara to the very Eilam how in this situation that I'm in can I get closer to Hashem Zehu and we can share that with our children obviously we make it understandable for them does the Vaishnav want us to be angry at each other? Children. Does the Vaishnav want us to beat each other up? Does the Vaishnav want us to get angry and annoyed and, and to be short tempered? No he wants us to do something else and what does he want us to do? Let's talk about what we could do to, to get closer to the Vaishnav in this matzah. That's all. There's nothing else. It doesn't have to be with accidents. That's the pneumias. That's what he's talking about. You don't have to come on to that whole thing with the Ashgachah Pratis. about the Ashgachah Pratis. It's Ashgachah Pratis. It's more than Ashgachah Pratis. It's not mine to begin with. Not that it's mine. Oh, but God did something to what I have. And we have to try to figure out the Ashgachah Pratis so he saved me from getting killed. No, the chal is not mine. It's only one thing. It's a kli of kivas Hashem. Period. That's the true way that the Torah looks at life. It's not a from way, of a chnyakta way. It's the pnimis of the Torah of how to look at life. As long as I'm using something and I can serve God with a good. If God wants me to have it, I can serve him good. If I don't need it, I'm going away for Shabbos. Let the cousins use the apartment. Let them use it, and they can have a nice Shabbos. They can go, they're in Yushalayim, they can walk to their Kaisal. They normally, they live, they live in Tel Aviv, or they live in Haifa. They, they want to come to Yushalayim, come to Yushalayim, stay in our apartment. It's the same thing you come back, and you find it, that, 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 that your cousin's kids are drawing pictures on the wall. No, no. It's also that doesn't mean that they don't have an achrayis to keep their kids from drawing on the wall. That's an achrayis and chayshamish, but they're of kain, they're heres. But if you come back and, they're, and, they're, and there's crayons on the wall, again, if uh, not that you can't be taveya in chayshamish, but now you should do that with a cousin. That's not a good idea. But but how, how do you how do you experience that? And what do you feel when you see the coloring on the wall? I told you, you say to your wife. So it was uh, the safest thing to safest want to abuse I told you not we shouldn't let those cousins didn't I tell you that yeah, but they wanted to come to I told you that they're going to ruin the apartment now look now look look at the, now. now who's going to clean that 
This is the same person who always cleans everything. So what do you mean? It's not like you know, a special mice that now you're not going to clean it. You know, it's like, who's going to clean that? Who's going to clean it? Not you. <laughs> no? We're going to clean it. We have to now clean it. Right? We have to clean it. It's a whole different way of looking at life. It's not, it's not yours. And, 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 and still, you want to make it a clean and pleasant place, so you clean it. And you're finished. It's a madrega. I'm saying that's it's not easy. It only comes with this bindingness. And I'm not I, I don't I'm not trying to give any impression that I that I myself live that way. And uh, and I'm in no way trying to mislead anyone. We have to be honest with ourselves. And we can only come to this if we're misbinding in it. We're misbinding this in you. Every case is obviously different. Every situation, but in our understanding, in our relationship to the inner nakuda over here, there's no such thing as I own this. It belongs to me. So also, we don't have a, we don't have what it's my kid. I'll do whatever I want with my kid. Why are you sending your kids going to a school? They're teaching. They're not teaching. Ter- it's my kid. It's not, it's not even true. It's not your kid. It's not true at all. That that child, that child was was only given to you to use for avodas Hashem. Period. It's not your kid. If it's hard for you to let other people use your things, or if you feel broken hearted. When you come back and find the crayons on the wall, or you lent your friend something and it broke. Again, that doesn't mean you can't say you owe me a hundred dollars. That's cheshmishpah. But if you get if you get all all worked up about it, simen shulochai adayin b'hagosh shahakol loy shaloy means you're not living yet in that with that feeling with that hagosha that nothing is yours. You're not in that place. You still feel that it's yours. That the truth is, you have no bias over anything in this world. The same way you have no bias over some cup that's sitting on the street, or you have no bias over the Grand Canyon. You have no bias over over your your, your glass, over over your over, over the rocks that are in your house. You have no bias over anything at all. Now, this is bias. We're going to just end this parak with next week very quickly because we've already this is what we've spoken about. This avoid of his bondness, as he always says, must take place with Hakadosh Baruch. In other words, always talking to Hashem about it and asking Hashem, help me to see it this way. Not just, in a, not just I know this, but it's talking to Hakadosh Baruch, talking to the Bnei Who gave me this apartment? The Bnei you gave me this apartment. Not just to say, oh, it's not my apartment. You have to, you have to do it with Hakadosh Baruch. Bring him in. When you bring him in, then it's mechazik you to be able to, to believe it and to, to, and to live that way. If it's just about the apartment or about the Barishalm was the owner of the apartment, not the Barishalm, it's your apartment, Barishalm. That's It's yours, not mine. It's with, it's with diburim, with words, not just the machshav. That's how you bring Hakashbrok into this abundance. That's what we're going to just go that quickly. And then the next part is Vaita, his abundance and Hashem's love for us. And when a person is misbinding in that, how that can have an unbelievable shpah on us 
tefillah Allah for him. That's what Rezul Shemuel continued.